each details are essential. Meaning that if they messed up like the date or the names or the geography, does it mean it's not a divorce at all? And then what's the penalty for using a, a bad get? Meaning that we don't, if a person pretends they have a get when they don't, so in essence they're committing a, a, a adultery. They're, they're living with a person who's not their husband or their wife based at, and the person is still married to someone else. And so obviously we want to, they might pretend that their divorce, the wife was divorced or the woman they had the relationship with wasn't married, but they're living with a married woman. And to us, that's bedrock. To us, our society, it's all about, you know, uh, um, you know husbands and wives. You're not supposed to take somebody else's wife. That's, that's one of the, it's part of the Sarasadibras. Yeah, it's a foundational thing. The, the challenge is that, that in America today, it's already, well, it's, you know, it's, uh, we're, we're, you know, it's us, that's, that's, that's holy. And even though it recognizes that sometimes husband and wives go their separate ways, but there, there must be a separation, this divorce. And if it's not done correctly, they didn't, uh, they didn't go their separate ways yet. So, so the first issue was, if they wrote the get with an incorrect date, they wrote the date by the year of the king. So what if they wrote it about the, uh, using the Roman date, and we have a nickname for the Romans. They are the Malchus, the improper kingdom. We'll see in the Gemara where that comes from. Lushu Malchus Madaioth. Rashi said we're talking about in Babylonia, in Bavel. So if you're in Bavel, apparently Bavel and Media, there's Persia and Media, you're not supposed to, you're not living in Medes, even though it's like, it's like America and Canada or something. So if you write the Median Gate, or the Greek Gate, Libinian Beis Amigdush, you wrote by the, going all the way back to Shlomo, since the Beis Amigdush was built, So basically, again, you wrote the wrong, uh, the wrong date. Or, Hayobah you were in the West and you wrote the East. Bamara because of Mizrach. So this is one set of mistakes. And if you remarried based on such a flimsy divorce, so you can't uh, go with your new husband because you never got divorced from your old husband. But there's a problem, and that is that you can't go back to the old husband besides the fact that he wrote you a flimsy divorce, but, um, and you're still married, but you can't go back to him once you've chosen another person, once you've once a woman lives with another man while she's married to her husband, she's not allowed to go back to him. So she loses both of them. She needs to get from both. She's not going to get a not from the first husband, not from the second husband, and not the food and not the clothing. She's not supposed to be married to either one. She's going to have to start all over again. Again, husband number one who gave her a fake divorce, she, was, she ended up remarrying without being sure it was a good divorce. And husband number two, uh, she married out of, while she was still married to the old husband. So she's going to have to leave both. Im uh, is what happens if she already collected from one of the two husbands? So it doesn't matter. Taxa, she has to give it back. Vavlad Mamza, she had a kid, the child's illegitimate from both of them. If either one is a Kohen, he doesn't go to your funeral. Now, that's as far as what she gets from them. Now, what happens if they're the problem? They're the ones who insisted on marrying her and she didn't have the divorce or whatever, taking her back because... Uh, so then they don't get the privileges of having the wife. 
Uh, if she found, won the lottery or she finds something, they don't get it. And they don't get her wages. And they don't get to nullify her vows. If she's a Basisra, she can no longer stay married to a Kohen. Once a woman commits adultery, she's not eligible to a well, Kohen. She couldn't have married the Kohen anyway. She's divorced. Um, two people. That's correct. She's a double divorcee. <laughs> right, right. Well, she got a fake divorce. Right. So, uh, certainly. <laughs> that's right. And she can't even marry a lady. So, before we go weiter, let's ask a question. What did it mean, Bluos? Um, well, let's first ask the. Um, uh, what does it mean, uh, worn-out clothing? She doesn't. So normally, a woman that uh, when she leaves the marriage, she takes her wardrobe with her. Now, in those days, clothing was sometimes the most valuable thing you had. The garments were very uh, precious, and uh, you know it was it was rare. It was hard to get a hold of. So uh, why though wouldn't she get her own clothing? Tosus, uh, second one from the bottom. Pirsha Kunchus uh, blows Kayamin. He learns, Rashi learns, she doesn't even get her wardrobe. She walks out with the clothes on her back, right? So, but she doesn't get what's her wardrobe. V'einira, Tosa says, I don't understand that. Did I mean this? So we later on say, Zinsa, even if she fools around, lo, if Sita blows Kayamin, she's not going to lose her clothing. Even if she fools around, she can take her wardrobe. So this, she, it's, it's, it's like she fooled around, but why would she lose her wardrobe? He says, Ella Bishain Kayamin. We're talking about when she got married, if they, uh, she normally the way it works is she makes a list on her ksuva of the things that she brought in. So she brought in a, a wool garment or a cloak or a coat. And then if the husband dies or they get divorced, she's entitled to take that out. Even if it's no longer here, if it was written into the ksuva. So Tosos learns that we're saying over here, she doesn't get to go back and take it. She, but certainly what's in the closet she gets. So that's the discussion. When the Mishnah says no clothes, does it mean the, the existing clothes or is it some kind of right to collect clothes? But uh, it's an I don't know how Rashi would learn it. Rashi seems to learn that we, we, we send her out. She doesn't even get her wardrobe. I mean, that's like, shock, you know, what is she, she's got one outfit now, whatever's on her clothes on her back, as the expression goes. Okay, at any rate, let's go back to the Mishnah. As we turn to today's page, page 80. Even if the husband bought it, but is it, is it, like, is it, didn't he buy it for her or give it to her? So you're trying to explain Rashi. You're saying, if I'm reading you correctly, the reason that she doesn't get it is because the husband bought her that wardrobe and she was disloyal to him. So she can't take that. Okay, fine. That, that, I guess I could hear that a little more. It's a little more... Still, it's like her clothes. You're not going to let her, but but he paid for it, and because she was going to be his wife. And meanwhile, she gets a flimsy divorce and goes with the next one. So uh, that's. I mean, what do they do? Do do they give back the ring? I mean, in general, when when, when couples divorce, do, do, do the ring does the ring go? The back? question is, husband number two, who's right, not okay. really a husband. She, right, okay. in other words, she went through the motion. Right, she okay. had a chasna with this guy. And meanwhile, she's married to the first husband because right. she didn't. Uh, she used the, the get that was not written right. Okay, that's a good question. Um, she's got two rings. She's got two rings, right. That's right. Um, okay. Um, so the $6 million question over here is, uh, 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 we've had before, there were different opinions about whether levy food is permissible to a non-levy. 
and it was pretty clear that even non-Leviim can eat Levi food. It, it, it's given as a gift to the Leviim for their service, but unlike Kohen food, Truma, which a non-Kohen can never eat Truma, it's, it's very holy, only a Kohen can eat it, Levi food is really not holy. It doesn't have a holiness to it. It's ownership, but if a Levi wants you to invite you over to eat some of his Meiser, you could. So why over here... Um, what do we mean she can't eat Levi food? So that's a little bit of... Rashi learns it's like a penalty, but, uh, but that, is, that is a discussion over here. Just good, just good to know that technically anybody could eat Levi food. It belongs to the Levi, but if you want to buy it from the Levi or the Levi wants to share it with you, it's not forbidden. So, uh, but uh, Rashi learns here, we're, we're giving this person penalties. We don't want... Uh, somebody to just remarry without getting a divorce. If they were married to a husband, it's a big deal to make sure that she's divorced before she takes on a new one. It's amazing. Uh, and what penalty is there on the guy who wrote the get the wrong way <laughs> and with the wrong... Right, I, I right? see. We're going to town on this lady. She gets zero. Or, or her new husband. Her new right, husband that married right. her, right? right? He also yeah, gets yeah, zero. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like a lot of this stuff has nothing to do with her. You know, okay, okay you know, there's an... Uh, I, 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 I had the same question, to be honest. I don't have a great answer. Um, he wants... Uh, what could we do to this scribe who messed them up? Either the scribe or the, or the, or the husband who wrote the case. I mean, the, the most we could do is take his... You know, he, he has to give a refund. I mean, like... A, take away his... his uh, that's a good question. In other words, no, some of this stuff is not her fault, technically. So we're looking at it. What? Malpractice. Malpractice. Malpractice but or, or, or it's either the sofa messed it up or the husband purposely did this. Right. Yeah. Right. I hear. I, we're I, going I, to on it, it, it's, it's very, I mean, it's really, uh, it's a terrible situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not just the lady, it's the second husband. Uh, um, it, and the first husband can't take her back either. So. Um, it's not clear who the villain is. Is the villain the second husband, you know, the... Who didn't check out to get? Is it the first husband who wrote who it wrote wrong? Who wrote to get, right. Or is it the sofa? Right, that's right. Or is it the woman who remarried? Right, that's the... Uh, but <laughs> it's a... When we did the Gemara and Yavamis, where we discussed the woman marrying, remarrying based on, like, one witness, uh-huh. right. we quoted these Mishnahis, and the Gemara asked on each of them, like, I have a little member. Like, what could she have done? Like, you know, poor lady, she didn't know, you know? And each time the Gemara says, she should have been mine before she got married. Like, you know, we really, uh, we hold them uh, very accountable. I mean, to us, this is toxic. The idea that a woman who's married to someone else should be with another man and there should be people that are living in the community are, are um, we, you know, it's, it's important that they, uh, that, you know, people get divorced if they this remarry. It's deterrent yeah. to make sure that she is going to be on top of the sofa and she's going to bring it to somebody. Right. I, I guess that it's not normal for a married woman to be living with a, somebody who's not her husband, but for somebody to remarry without really getting a divorce, that kind of legitimizes. Everybody thinks she got a divorce. No, she just, you know, there was no scribe available, so they, they just, uh, you know, had somebody write something by hand or whatever. Okay. Anyway, it's a good point. Um... The ain Yoshin shows the Yosha Yoshin Ksuvasa. And none of the kids inherited Ksuva, the Im Mesu. And if she dies, Akiv Shozeb, Akiv Shozeb, we don't even let, um, not, uh, if, the, if, her, uh, if her husband's died, uh, we don't let her husband's brothers do Yibum 
they can only do chalitza and not yivam. Okay, so that's, uh, that's category number one of get not written correctly. Now, we're going to see in the Gemara, we're going to now see another uh, kind of mistakes that are made in the get. And the question really is why the Mishnah doesn't just put them all together. Uh, the Mishnah now is going to say it, it's almost identical. In this case, instead of messing up the date, you messed up his name or her name. And by the way, it's a little more complicated than you would think because people have nicknames. And a lot of times people get names when they're born and they don't like them. Especially in America, by the way, people hate the old Yiddish names. Um, Sprintzo, you know, you know, it, it, I think even Ramosha, is it Ramosha or Rav Yaakov? He was against giving the old Yiddish names to like an American kid because you're not supposed to give somebody a name that the kids are going to make fun of them. And, and you know, uh, if, if, if it's a name that's... Uh, so what happens is, in many cases, is we'll give them the name and they just won't use it. But then there's a question if you had a name that you never use, is that your name? You have a girl that one time her father in synagogue mentioned this name because they wanted to honor Uncle So-and-so or whatever. And then her whole life she never used that name. Oh, I didn't know your name was, you know, Hanish Prinzo or, or whatever, or the, the name that you don't use. So then when she gets divorced, is that her name? Well, and then what if the father never went to shul to name her? Or what if he went to a reform shul? Is that really her name? Um, well, that's a good point. If it was on the ksuva, wouldn't that tell you what to put on the divorce? That's a good point. That would be a good place to look. Um, but would that make it if what let's say they forgot to put it on the ksuva or the one who wrote the ksuva uh, didn't, didn't know that she had a different name when she was... The ksuva is a monetary obligation, so it's uh, maybe even one name is good enough. You don't need every single name. But on the get, we put every nickname that you can imagine. The Hebrew nickname, the Yiddish... And by the way, Yiddish loves nicknames. It's, it's a Jewish thing that, you know, you, you hear somebody's name, and the first question is, what's their real name? Like, where did that come from? Especially with girls. Boys, too, sometimes. You know, like, um, I, I don't know. You just have... I'm saying Kaj was somebody, Avush. Avush, like A-V-U-S-H. Avush. Avram Shlomo. <laughs> I, I, the only thing I can think of was like there's a singer, a composer, Abish Brut. What's Abish? Now, is Abish a real name or is Abish a nickname for Abba? I have no idea. What's and today, Abish? people have those names and they don't know what their real name was. They just know their mother said her nickname was, uh, uh, I mean, when you think about it, Yasu, Yasi, you know, Yo, Yo, Yo. Uh, how do somebody's yo? They, they make they, a lot. Of, there are people that go. He's yo yo. So they, they, he should never have to write it out again. Meretz Okay, that's the. Uh, but like the, 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 the dilemma, what to write? The name isn't so simple. Okay. Uh, it's also very common amongst Russians. Russians love nicknames. Really? So I. Oh, absolutely. Uh, even 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 when you read uh, you know secular Russian Russian novels, everybody mm-hmm. has a nickname. Um, my my landlady is from Russian extraction, so she has a cousin whose name is Avraham, and everybody calls him Avik. Avik, yeah. Right. Avik, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The um, the um, I know, like uh, there's Eliyahu, is Eli Elia, um, uh, a whole bunch of names, a whole bunch of ideas there. That so so, but and sometimes they use one for a little while. And then they, they outgrow it. Or different people know them, you know, to, 
I had a friend that liked to call me Groovy Ruby. You know, that was his, 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 his product of the seventies or whatever. That it was the, uh, but uh, uh, you just you, you can get a name by in a certain group. That's what they call you. In another group, they don't. So do you have to? You know. So okay, back to so Shida Shmo B'Shem Ira. They messed up the name. What about the city? We're going to see later. Is it Atlanta or Brookhaven? You know, like what if you if you wrote one and that well people call it both. So but so B'Shem uh, Ira, her city. So if they messed it up. That's it. It's not a divorce. All those things apply. Now, this is another case where somebody remarries incorrectly. So let's say somebody died and they left multiple wives. Uh, and uh, the rule is that normally they need to, uh, some, one of the wives needs to get Yibum or Chalitza if the husband died without children. Now, if one of the uh, wives uh, was uh, a relative of the husband's brother, that's what's called an erva, then they don't need Yibam Chalitza. So, so they thought that they didn't need to wait for Yibam Chalitza. And Holchu Hatsaras Ha'elu, these co-wives went, and they thought there was no need to wait for Yibam and they remarried. Venimsu Elu Ailness, and the wife that they thought was related to the brother uh, that would have made them exempt from Yibamar Chalitza turned out to be not a woman. She turned out to be a man, a ram. How can a woman not be a man? She never developed the female parts. They had people that uh, sometimes they married young, and at that stage in life, they didn't know that they would never develop into a woman. They just didn't know it. So... um, so the rule is, if you married a woman who turned out to be a man, so then those other wives that remarried on the basis of that one of the wives would have exempted them from Yibamar Chalitza, they, all the, the new marriage is no good, because, right, so it's, it's similar to that. Okay, next. Let's say what happened was, you don't have um, uh, uh, the case before where there were multiple wives and one of the wives was... Um, let's say a simple case. Uh, a man, two brothers married two sisters. That's perfectly fine. In other words, one br- brother married... It, it's, uh, it's actually not that uncommon. One brother marries one sister, and the other brother marries another sister. No problem. But then, the, one of the brothers died without children, so he's not obligated to do Yibam to his wife's sister. Uh, but not only doesn't he do Yibam to his wife's sister, all those women... Uh, all the other wives, he doesn't do Yibam either. But what happens if it turned out that his wife's sister is not a sister? So we're saying again that she's missing the female parts, and had the husband known, he would have never married her. Uh, so then we say that, so now he really, the other women should have waited. Basically, the brother already married her. Correct. But the brother had already married, but he never knew, because often they took people when they were young. They took them young, and they didn't really consummate or know, or they waited till they were older. According to many, Rivka was taken as a minor, and he didn't consummate the marriage until she was older. He waited 10 years. That's why the uh, Rashi says that in Chumash, that he, you know, basically you lock in the woman, you know, you bring her to your house, and then they wait till she grows up, and then, uh, uh, then when she's ready, then they married later. Um, this, this scenario is that he married her as a minor, didn't know she was an islandist. And then uh, sometimes there are late blossomers. There are women that uh, today they go to androcanologists or whatever. There are things they could do to get them to, 
to blossom or something later. So, but uh, they you wait so long. At a certain point, it's obvious that if they are never going to turn into a woman, they're never going to. Uh, we're talking about their voices are deep. They don't have uh, the certain female parts. It's just like a, uh, an aisle means that they look like a man. They're, that they, they have a beard. I don't know exactly. They have a beard. Whatever. It means a certain. Uh, um, uh, but at any rate, so then also all these rules would apply. In other words, the co-wives that they think they don't need Yibam because a, another wife was the one who was taken, they have to. They should at least wait. Sometimes if the husband, um, uh, if they just waited for her to have Yibam, then the husband would immediately discover that she's missing the female parts and then they would have known. So they just need to wait a little bit before they make their own plans. Kasab Sofer get Leish. A new case, totally new case. Um, again, those are talking about mistakes that are made where people remarry without being sure. Th- those cases were a little different because they were waiting for a Yibam to take place and they remarried without a Yibam because they thought it was taken care of through the other wife and not realizing that the other wife wasn't a wife. But there's a due diligence they could have done. All they had to do was wait a little bit to make sure, you know, that, that when that woman didn't reach puberty, that it would have been known that she wasn't going to develop. Okay. Next. Kosov, so forget, Leish. Everything is good. The scribe writes, uh, the husband, what, what usually happens is this. The uh, the husband orders the get. When they call the scribe, there's two documents that need to be written. He writes the get for the man, and he writes the ksuva receipt for the woman. And the husband gives the get and pays the ksuva, and she gives him the receipt. So he gets, uh, the husband gets the get, gives it to the wife. She gets the, the receipt and gives it to the husband. That's how it's supposed to work. So they hired the scribe, and neither one of them was proficient in Hebrew. So for Kasav Gatlish, this is one of those oh no cases. Vishovalisha uh, Vita, and he really goofed. Vinosan Gatlisha, he gave the woman the divorce, and he gave the receipt to the man, and then the man tells the woman, "Here's your divorce," and hands her the receipt, and she says, "Here's your receipt for the ksuva," and she hands him the get. Vinosan Zelazel Akrasman. And then, you know, when the, uh, these things are sitting in the drawers for many years, and then they pull it out, the husband has the divorce, and the woman has the receipt. So she was never served her divorce. So this is similar to the other thing. Her new marriage is not, she's still married to her. Lozer says, it really depends. If this happened right away, so then clearly there was a mistake over here. Yotza, uh, uh, get, um, it's, and it's not a divorce. But what happens if this happens after a long time? So sometimes the woman doesn't like her new husband. Um, and sometimes um, she doesn't like her new husband and she really wants to go back to her old husband. People change their mind. There's certain people like that. You know, uh, she changed her mind. Now she wants to go back to her old husband. But now she's stuck because she's remarried. So she connives with her old husband she switches her receipt and her get to make up this story that she never really got a get. So how do we know? How do we know who's telling the truth? So if time went by, then we don't go with this idea that they mixed up the get and they mixed... You know, if within the setting of the divorce, she's walking out of Bayesden with... Uh, uh, and she, he's got the get and she's got the receipt, then it's clear what happened. But if time went by, im la'achers man yotzarei zeget... 
than it is again. Because lo kol aminu minarisha la'avad skusel shesheni. We're not going to let the husband, the first husband, messed up the second husband's marriage. Uh, that's normally not. A, well, she's happily, you know, they've been married to the second husband all these years. All of a sudden, the jealous first husband is going to come and say, "Oh, I never gave her a gift. Don't you see? I have a copy here." Now, if he if he's a troublemaker, and again, when people get divorced, they're not always happy with the one that it didn't work out with, and unfortunately, sometimes they try to mess them up. Now, it sounds far fetched, um, but uh, you unfortunately you hear in the news about these these. Uh, husbands and wives, that they want nothing more in life than just to mess up their old spouse. Uh, that's the, the, those are the Aguna cases often that you hear about. And uh, um, Okay, anyways, but we don't believe the first husband to mess up the, uh, the second husband. That's, uh, um, again, if it happens right away, then it's clear. Let's see the Gemara. My Malchus Shenu Geddes, what does it mean a country that's not proper? Malchus Haromim, oh, those are the Romans. Ay, why are they called Malchus Shenu Geddes? Meshum de'en loksav lashim. They don't have their own uh, writing, and they don't have their own language. Um, what, what were those Roman numerals I had to learn this for? <laughs> <laughs> They're Greek. That's <laughs> right. So Rashi says they stole it. Let's see the Rashi. Um, the She'en lo ksalashen, ela misho umacheres. The Romans were great copiers. They were like the... Um, the Chinese, yeah, that's like they, they don't come up with their own technology, but they're great at stealing other people's technologies and duplicating other people's knockoff bags for a tenth of the price, right? But they, uh, that's the Romans. Okay. Um, Omar Ula, I always wondered if the, the, we were picking on the Romans because they were such wicked people, but that uh, could be they deserved it. Oh, if Naitik and Malchus begin, why do we even have to write who the king is on the get? Who cares? The answer is Mishum Shola Malchus. There's a mitzvah to have good relations with you, the leaders of the countries that you're in. So, Are you going to mess up all these marriages because they, they wrote the wrong king or the wrong thing? The Gemara says, yeah. Anybody that uses incorrect language in a divorce, Havlad Mamzer, the child's illegitimate. We take this very seriously. And if the rabbi said that if you live in a country, you should show respect to your monarch, uh, and you didn't, so uh, then th- that causes disaster with the divorce, according to Remer. L'shem Malchus Yavin Greek. So it's obvious. But why do you need to mention more than one? If you told me the Romans, Mishun de Malika, that's because right now they're in charge. And if you don't mention them, it's not proper. Abu Malchus Mada and Malchus Yavin, those are ancient governments. So, like, what's, there's no harm done. They, they're no longer in control. Rashi, five lines from the bottom, Mada Havi Havi, Kbar Avdu. Their history of Avdu, Kanosom, and nobody's jealous that if you wrote the wrong king, you're causing trouble. Sheemis Kanabahem. Because it's ancient history. Tani Masisa, Shu Malchus Mada Yavin. Uh, you're going to say Darius. It's not going to bother anybody because they're uh, that's ancient history. So if you mention the Greeks, the Medes, Mishum de Malchusa, Havi, you would have said they're a different or opposing monarch. But if you just mention the temple, that's just history. So maybe that's not bad. 
basically, if you wrote the wrong king, you're using the divorce to insult, you know, you don't like the politics. You know, the, the, the election was illegitimate. I'm not going to write Biden on there. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not going to write Trump or whatever. Was, uh, so you, you're putting your own agenda into the divorce. So we got that. If you wrote the basic English, that's not politics. You're just mentioning the temple. Uh, but maybe if, you, uh, maybe, maybe if you just wrote your, the sadness, maybe not. So it's basically any of these dating systems, no matter who you wanted to show respect to uh, on the divorce, uh, if you don't write the current monarch, you're in trouble. So, you just don't know directions. So, who did it? If you're talking about the husband, that's the husband's part. The name of his city. You wrote, um, some cities are like North Carolina, you wrote South Carolina, or, or East New Brunswick, and West or whatever. It must be it's not the husband. El Alav Sofer. Kedah Omer Lehu Rav Lesafra. That's what he said. V'kain Omer Lehu Rav Huna Lesafra. V'kiyasivu. They instruction. They the it means the scribe when he wrote it. We're not talking about the husband and wife's part. That's really the first part of the Mishnah. You got to get his details right, and you got to get her details right. But uh, there's a third part. You have to get the scribe's details right, because uh, the scribe also writes. This is written here at the following place. And so if the scribe doesn't know the geography right, then it's no good. The Kano Marav. So the Sefer writes where he is or where, where he the, is. Not he, where the woman is or not where the Right, where this where it's being written. Where this where the, the uh, this divorce is being done. So this is See, a total mess up on him. Yeah. instead of he was writing in Shili, he wrote uh Shili. He instructed scribes. If you're writing in a Brookhaven, write Brookhaven. Even though the divorce was given in the neighboring town. And if you're in Dunwoody, you write Dunwoody. You keep them straight, even though um, uh, they, uh, uh, the, uh, they're next to each other. Let's see, Tosus. They're, uh, they're right next to each other. And Rav Huna have a mix of Mishili Lishili. He used to, you know, shuffle them. I've done what he, Atlanta, Brookhaven, whatever, however you want to do it. So he said, no, the scribe has to get it straight. Omri, you know, Mishmuel, as we turn the page. Zu, Divre Rebmer. This is Rebmer, Abu Chacham Rafil, Lokosov, El Elishum, Senator Shebeir. Oh, you don't even have to write to King. You can get away with writing the Senator. Um, who is the senator? Rashi. Center. It's just interesting that some of our words are... We're talking about 2,000 years ago. They used the words... Um, senator Fesh Babasra Bar Mechunaso. He's, uh, he's a head honcho. Zakein Hamuna Lios Bekav Benachlach Skvul Sada. He was the one in charge of the boundaries of the... Like the, to register the properties. He was like the property register was the senator. The uh, has to do with the boundaries. I don't know the states. Maybe uh, has to do with the uh, that was the senator. Okay. Any rate, but you didn't write the king. You wrote the senator. He says it's good. Uh, whereas the chachamim that they said, I'm sorry, the mayor said you have to write the king. Ahugita, there was a get istandra. Instead of writing the king, you wrote the estandra. This is like a court official, the Debeshker. That's the name of the place. 
Rashi, Estadre de Beshker, Shelton Shobeshker. You wrote it like the mayor. Avdo Shobelech. He was somebody that worked for the king. So, they, in other words, the divorce said uh, they wrote, uh, they wrote the, the governor instead of Sonny Perdue or whatever. Whoever was the governor today? Uh, uh, you know, instead of writing the president, you wrote the governor. Like, it's just not going to fly. So does it or not? So Shokram, Nahum Baruch Kistel, Kameidu Ravaki, Agavnamai. What do you do if you get a divorce where they wrote the local? So Shokulei, Baha'i Filu Remeir Moda. He says, even Remeir, who's so strict about writing the government, he says, if you write uh, the, uh, the vice president or whatever, it's okay. My time, also Malchusu. Because at least it's the right country. You didn't get the country wrong. And uh, the, the way they learned is the king isn't going to take offense. You're really honoring the king by mentioning the other person. I why is that different than the senator, Shabir? We said that's no good. Hasam ziluhu milsa. Over there, it's insulting that you don't mention the king, you mention that other official. Hacha shvikuluhu milsa. Here, it, the king doesn't mind. It's, you're showing honor to the government. So I guess it depends on the etiquette. Omer Abba, Omer Avuna, Omer Mayor, that's Reb Mayor. They say it's not so serious. Uh, one second. Before we go weiter, let's, um, let's see the uh, tosis on the previous page. Uh, sorry for skipping around like this. But uh, it's, it's, we're calling the child a mamzer if she remarried with a bad get. We're saying it's like she's, she's still married to the first guy. So let's take a look on page 158 on uh, Ayin Tesam and at the very bottom. We said she needs a divorce from both. So the truth is, it should have had our antennas up. How does she need a divorce from both? She can't be married to both. Right? Yeah, the second marriage yeah. is another chal. Either the second one is a chal or the first one is a chal. But how does she need a divorce from both? So there's definitely something rabbinic going on. How can they, the kids from both be mobsers? She can't be married to, to both husbands at the same time. So even though husband number, if husband number one is the real husband because the divorce isn't good, then husband number two isn't. It's a rabbinic decree. Um, people are going to say the first husband that divorce was good. Venosa Shady, and she's married to the second husband. Venimsa Ashes Ishio Tibolo Get. And uh, the, the problem is, we don't really know. It was the first get good or not. Maybe the first get was really not good, and the second husband was the real husband. If she's still the first husband, she's for sure not married to the second husband. Tosu says that really the divorce is good, Minatora. And it's only rabbinic that she needs. And so it's, since the divorce is really good, Minatora, so technically the second husband's marriage works. So, Minatora, Sri Kaget Misheni, Shari Get Gomerhu. It's a good divorce, Shagiris Barisha, the Enu Pasa Elamid Rabbanin. It's only rabbinically invalid. So, uh, I just want to point out that really there's. there's one of these marriages is no good, uh, and it's uh, the but it's kind of fuzzy over here. If the get isn't good, she's still married to the first husband. But if the get Minatora was good, it's just a rabbinic problem. Then Minatora, she's married to the second husband. So it's it's um, uh, the the we're not really sure who's the real the real husband. That's that's the only thing I wanted to point out. Okay, back to the Gemara. 
Sorry for skipping around. Okay. Right, we're at my side? Yeah. Yeah, this business about, oh, if you use the mayor instead of the king, okay, because you're, you're still respecting the, 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 the kingdom that's in power. That, it, when you see from history, that's not always true. I mean, look at, you know, the story with Reb Yochan and Ben Zakai when, mm-hmm. uh, when Vespasian came and he called him Caesar. He said, oh, now you're Mikhail Misu, or you should have come to me before, right? Right, because that's, you honored the, um, because you called somebody the king who's not the king. Here, you're honoring the official of the king. Uh-huh. I, I mean, my answer was, was that it's a different context because here he is as the general of the king. So he's like, you know, the king is the commander-in-chief. So that's a real chutzpah. When you, ta- when you, when you take a, a lackey and call him the king, that's a big chutzpah but, uh, because that's in the army. You know, mm-hmm. army has different rules. You know, they throw you in the brig. But, uh, right, right. Yeah, so okay, you, you're right. You're absolutely. You have to know the etiquette of it. That's that's what we're yeah, saying. The right. uh, um, okay. Uh, let's go back to. I'm sorry for skipping around. We're on eighty B. We're about ten lines down. Om Rav Abba, Om Rav Huna, Om Rav Zudi Rivmer. So um, we said uh, again. What the the last halacha we quoted was if you mentioned the official, you quoted it by the year of the official instead of the king, and we said as long as it's respectful to the king and it's the right official in the right country, it's okay. And we said, well, why when the senator was? We said, because that's kind of insulting. You mentioned the fire commissioner or something. You don't mention the, but when you mention the proper official, then it's okay. So, and then Dr. Yaffe asked sometimes even the, it's not okay. So really you have to know the etiquette of it. But we're saying if it technically, it wouldn't insult the king, it'd be okay. If the purpose of doing this was to honor the government, as long as you weren't agenda-driven, you're okay. Omer of Abba, Omer of Huna, Omer of Zudivir, Meir, this is all Rav Meir, Abacham, Omer of Lad Kasher. That's why I was trying to explain why, how could the child be kosher uh, from the second husband? Because really, Minatora, it's a good get. But even the Chachamim who say that the get Minatora is good, they would admit, if they messed up the cities, then it's for sure no good. There are different problems in a divorce. In other words, sometimes it's a minor problem and we still don't like it and, may, and it say she, you know, and then sometimes it's a major problem. We learned that also. If we mention, messed up his his name, Vishma, her name, Vishem uh, Iro, his city, Vishem Iro, her city, takes me there. Who's the author? If it's like Rav Meir, the Mishnah should have had it all one case. It's the Rabbanin. There's different types of mistakes in a get. Some are major, some are minor. It could be rabbinically, we, it has to be redone, but uh, we're saying that there's differences if it's uh, how bad the mistake is, whether it's just the uh, mentioning of the, the king or whether it's his or her name. I mean, when you think about it, his or her name have to be perfect. But whether you got the king right, you know, you, uh, you know the senator right, that, that, that you could hear is only a minor problem or, or it's, it's a rabbinic problem, but not a Torah problem. So then we said, so nisu in. We said that if they remarried, then they're in trouble. What happens if they just fooled around? They didn't wait for Yibam. They were lonely and they fooled around. So would that mess them up? No, lo. Wouldn't this be a, a question of Nuna? Shomeris Yavam, if a woman is waiting for Yibam and the husband's brothers can't decide. And so meanwhile, she fools around. Usr Yavma. She now she becomes forbidden to the Yavam. 
So here we see that if they, she fools around, they're not. So Lamora says, Lo, really, if these women remarried or they fooled around, either way, um, they now won't be eligible for Yibam. Um, uh, Why do we say Nisu? Sounds nicer to say that they married, not that they fooled around. Vikadiyami, some people say Nisu would be the same thing if they fooled around. Let's bring that as a proof to Remnuna. If a woman should have been waiting for the husband's brother and she fooled around, now she becomes forbidden to do Yibam. Lomar says, Lo, no, Niska Dafka. It could be only if they remarried. It's similar to a woman whose husband died and she um, didn't have good testimony and she didn't wait to remarry. So let's just review what we're talking about. Over here, a husband died without children, and there's a mitzvah of Yivam, and he left several wives. And once the, the wives heard that the husband's brother was going to marry uh, the, uh, the islandist one, the one that turned out to be an islandist, they went and they, they remarried, and they didn't wait to find out if it was going to work out. And then it didn't work out. So basically, what the, the subject is women that remarry before making sure it's totally okay to remarry. We're saying they do. Uh, have to make sure she's not... The question is, would the husband discover that the new brother, once he married her, that she's, you know... It, is it evident when they're a girl that they're already not going to have female parts? It would have been yet? evident. A dead brother would have... Figured it out. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I mean, you uh, have to, there has to be some way to miss. I, I was wondering that. Maybe they weren't intimate. What? Maybe they weren't intimate. Right, so that's why, have, that's why these other wives have to uh, wait. Yeah. So then we said, Akonasi, if they got married, Visrika. Why do we need more than one case? In the first case, Mishim Delo, Akai Mitzvah Yibam. That's because they, they, the brother didn't pick them yet. Maybe not. That's, uh, the, the woman, there were two cases. One, where all the women thought they didn't have to worry about Yibam because one of the wives was, uh, was related to the husband's brother. Like we said, was the, might have been the, uh, a sister of the husband's uh, brother's sister. So uh, there, they didn't fall to Yibam at all. They should have checked if they fell to Yibam. But in the, in the other case, they fell to Yibam, but they thought he was going to choose the other wife. So in all of these cases, so we needed both examples. So then we said, Ksav Sofer Vital, he made a mistake, and he gave the woman the divorce, and he gave the man the receipt. So Relazer said, if you figured it out right away. So what's right away? What's right away, and what's a long time? If they're still in court, if they're still there, and she picks and says, wait a second, I still have the divorce, the husband says. So then it's kind of clear that this wasn't, um, they didn't make this up. This was real. Zel alter. Omdu zel akhrizman. Omdu, if they already got up and left, that's akhrizman, that's later. If they didn't yet remarry, it's, then you make them redo it. Lauter. Nisu, if they remarried, that's Akrasman. Tanan, we learn. We don't let husband number one mess up husband number two. Because we're talking about they remarried. But according to Shmuel, my Shani, they didn't even get up yet. So we'll have to, the more answers, we turn to tomorrow's page. It means they 
the potential remarriage. They, uh, so even though we're not talking about a case where she actually, the second, the wife actually remarried, but her potential to remarry if she didn't have the right document. Okay, we will stop here. Have a great Shabbos, everyone. Be well.